wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. That's enough of that. All right, okay. Okay, welcome <laughs> one and all to the Christmas special. Should we say it's a special? We can Nothing. do. Doesn't we really can matter. do. Doesn't make any difference. Absolutely not special in any way, shape or form, but it is both Maureen and I here for you. Another exciting, exciting episode. episode of Troutlander. And we're me- now in episode, oh God, what is it, seven? Well, I was about to do the thing. Oh, sorry, go so, on. So, with me, Jen Brister, and... Me, Maureen Younger. Amazing. So, we've done that. So, that now gives us some sort of professionalism um, <laughs> and makes us look like we know what we're doing. And, yes, we are still reviewing the fourth series of Outlander, which is completely bonkers. <laughs> as we've just gone with bonkers and run with it. Um, I don't even know what to think about this show anymore. I don't even know how it's going to continue into series fives and six and sevens and all the eights. Uh, but I'm, I'm, I'm flagging. Anyway, here anyway, we are. This week's episode is down the rabbit hole. And it's episode, which is it? Episode seven. Six, We're going to go for seven. seven. I think it's seven. Is it? I don't think it is seven. No, I, I think, think it is. I don't think we should, we should, I don't think this should be our whole discussion, but I think it's seven. Is it seven? Okay. Anyway, we'll go. It's down the rabbit hole. It's no Jamie O'Claire this week. Oh, was there no Jamie O'Claire? No, Jamie O'Claire in it. Oh, oh that's one of them ringing on. now. <laughs> Sam Hewen's on the bloody blower again. <laughs> I've said to stop him, asking me out. Stop <laughs> asking me out for dinner. I am a gay boss. Okay. But Maureen's available. Maureen is available for every single date known to humankind. Cheers. But anyway, uh, we, it opens up with Brianna. Can I just say this is hilarious, right? Bri- Brianna is trudging through the Highlands with a very general map. Very general okay, map. Okay, wait, 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 wait. So, Brianna has arrived in... Uh, 18th century Scotland. Scotland. She has the most remedial uh, basic of maps. So she can read from it. I mean, her navigational skills are brilliant. Basically, it's... She's in the middle of a load of mountains. She's like, there are, there's some (laughs) mountains drawn with triangles. Then there's a bit where she is. And then there's a a line. line. A a red line where she's got to To go. To the other side of Scotland. To the other side of Scotland. (laughs) She looks at it, smiles, nods her head. Because she's like, yeah, I know know where to go. see her trudging through mountains and hills and like there's no way you can read with that map where you're going literally that and what i love is she's going from i think in, like in venice has gone to the east coast of scotland but anyway um she's going to air and, and she's got i mean she's got one sandwich you think that map wasn't a scale she got okay <laughs> so many things wrong with this so before right basically we know that brianna is going through the stones to try and save her mum and her dad okay Fine, right. So we see her at the beginning of this episode. She's getting ready. She's <laughs> making a jam she's and get, jelly sandwich. She's getting, just the one. She makes one peanut butter <laughs> and jam sandwich. That when I'm going to Birmingham. I mean, I was like, no water. She hasn't taken water. She hasn't taken any other. I mean, I would literally have made a hamper. She had, we do more than that when we go to Norway. I would, I would have packed a, a, a rucksack of some kind. She takes one peanut butter and in a little bag. This is hilarious. Then, right, she she trudges through snow and wind and whatever it is that she's trudging through. And eventually she uh, stops to rest, opens up her uh, backpack, whatever it is, to reveal one peanut butter and jam sandwich. And she looks surprised. Like, you, you made, made it. You made the sandwich, love. You made one sandwich. And now she's like, oh, my God, I only have one sandwich to travel 50,000 miles. <laughs> through, through Highland Territory. Oh I mean, there would have been really no roads ah. then. Uh, well, uh, Wade's roads. But, you know, so you're going through the highlands. There is no road. And unmolested, unmolested. No, nobody bothers her. Like a single woman travelling by herself in the 18th century. No, like she's... In no, the highlands. No one, no one even sees her in her weird outfit. 
God knows what she's <laughs> wearing. Her weird and then, and then she falls. So she falls and it bruises her ankle. And uh, and then she collapses on the road. And then who should find her? I mean, what are the chances? Who should find her? Joan. <laughs> Joan. Larry finds her. Larry Joan. Um, God, I just, you know, there's so many, so I many. Mean, this doesn't happen in the book. Actually, Gloria, Gloria doesn't listen to the podcast. She reads the reviews. But Gloria made a great point. In the book, um, she goes to Lallybrock and you get to see Jamie through, you know, she gets to see Jamie through her, the, the eyes of her rest of her family. Right. Whereas they've missed that out. Whether Laura Donnelly plays the sister wasn't available, I don't know. But they've just made this whole thing about she gets discovered. Somehow she managed to get discovered by, of all the people in Scotland. So she <laughs> collapses. So basically she's By been, her mother's worst she's, enemy. She's been wandering through the highlands with her remedial map and a peanut butter and jam sandwich. <laughs> and matches. And, oh, and she brought matches with her. I mean, I just, I honestly wanted to punch her in the face. <laughs> Well, you feel like the that least most practical person. Actually, do you know what? It was a bit like watching Maureen have to go to 18th century Scotland. She's just put, in, on, stilettos. put on some weird outfits and fishnet tights, one sandwich and a packet of matches and thought, cheese fingers sandwich. crossed. It would, be, it would have been a cheese sandwich. <laughs> anyway, so the least practical woman on earth, uh, she twists her ankle and badly bruises it and so also, she can't walk. What's really weird, she's twisted her ankle but she never gets a branch to walk. Wouldn't you, you'd get a branch to help you walk, wouldn't you? She doesn't bother with that. Well, I mean, to, to be fair, a lot of it, she's in the middle of the wilderness where there are no bloody trees. I don't know where she would have picked up a branch. But magically, she is, suddenly, she collapses. Next we, door to where Joan she's, lives. She's, oh, this is the other thing, is that um, she has a couple of nights on her own, you know, in the highlands with a match. Sleeping in sub-zero temperatures. It's a Scotch summer. There's no blanket. <laughs> There's no blanket. She doesn't bring a blanket with her. She just sleeps in... Or even a thick jacket. Or anything. She just sleeps in front of fire. She'd be dead from frostbite or flipping hypothermia. Anyway, let's not go into the detail. I mean, the whole thing is mental. <laughs> so let's get back to the bit she where... She meets Joan. She meets Joan. I mean, for frick's sake. Okay, so she meets Joan. Joan takes her in. We know it's Joan. We know that Brianna is Brianna's is, is Claire's daughter. Claire's daughter. We know that Claire uh, Brianna doesn't know who Joan is, and Joan doesn't know who Brianna is. Cut to Roger in the weirdest outfit I've ever seen in my entire life. He is really pissed off wardrobe, hasn't he? I mean, I don't know what he's done to wardrobe, but, but they, they hate, they hate him. him. They really hate him. hate him. He's wearing three quarter length. Brown clots. Brown clots. <laughs> At least he's not in wool. Corduroy clots. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know what the hell they are. It was. It was. He's shaved his Did beard you off. off. I laugh. I, I, when I saw him, I was like, when he saw that outfit as an actor, he must have gone, "Come on, come on, guys! What are you doing to me here?" It's mostly. I don't know if they're trying to make him look as unattractive, unappealing, and as unsexy as they can, but they have I've succeeded. succeeded. They have succeeded tenfold. The guy looks like a, 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 a... He's dressed like an eight-year-old going to his first Holy Communion or something. He looks mental. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. He looks like an elf. You know, like, if they put... Frodo. If they put on a little hat and, and, and made his nose red, he, look, he, could have, he looks like Santa's elf, but wearing brown. Anyway. He's always got to be in brown. Anyway, he goes through the stones. stones. I mean... Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious that... He, he hears the stones. Bearing in mind, he's been to Craig... Craig and Dune. And he's said. never heard the stones. No, he did hear him. Did he? Yeah. Did he? Season one, he did. Did he? Yeah, but anyway, he goes, Fiona helps him. And then he gets to the port a lot quicker than Brianna. Well, he just, he just arrives at the port. <laughs> so he, he magically... So he, he doesn't even have to do the walk. <laughs> 
from Cragnadoon to to air, he just magically arrives there. Yeah. That's the other thing. I mean, like before Brianna does. For, for, he goes in after, but arrives before. I mean, look, it's time travel, so he could arrive at any time. They always arrive at the same time. He's. Do, do the stones know to, to put them in exactly the right year? Have they worked out the maths of this? They're just going, I mean, I'm going to go through the stone and hope it's at the right time. Minute, and then I'm in there. Um, they could have arrived two years after they died, but no, they just arrived at the right time. Anyway, fuck me. Sorry, but then there's an unexpected, unexpected uh, appearance by Tobias Menzies as Frank. What did you think of that? Well, I don't know what the hell that was. He just... Uh, oh, OK, so Brianna keeps having flashbacks about her father, so she's missing her dad. And I thought, she, I mean, Tobias is such a good actor. I, I really yeah, like he's great. Things. When you think about him as Black Jack Randall, who's just yeah, awful. Yeah, yeah. But I thought he was, but that, he was, that was brilliant quite touching scenes about, you know, you just realise how much they loved each other and how yeah. close they were together. And also she now realises that the paperwork that she was looking at with him, that he was going, I, I can't tell you. I can't tell you, was the death, death certificate of his mum and Jamie. Yeah, they've, they've invented this in the, in the TV series, but actually it's quite a clever thing because then it makes you realise why Frank wanted... A divorce because he knew that Claire went back to Jamie, so he couldn't kid himself about what Claire felt for him and yeah. who she loved and stuff like that. And also why he wanted his daughter to go with him. So yeah, what is divorce? Because he knew that his that Claire wasn't going to be around. Yeah, it's that, 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 I mean it's all invented, but I thought those were really good scenes, and it just makes you realise how great an actor Tobias is. Yeah, Tobias, he, Tobias which, who you'll see in The Crown very shortly. Oh yes, he's yeah, it. he'll be great. Uh, anyway, so good old Tobias is back, and then there's a. a uh, so, meanwhile, uh, Brianna's with. You know, when, when Le- uh, uh, Joan brought up that tray, I kind of thought of whatever happened to Baby Jane because I wasn't sure whether, yes. she knew, whether she knew who Brianna was. Yeah, oh no. Uh, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, when she brought that tray, I was like, is that what? Because she was like being very nice. Yeah. And then I was like, what is, what is she eating? And it was, it was pigeon, so it was fine. But um, yeah, and, she, and then Joan goes on about how idyllic her marriage was with. Jamie, you think he'd left you to live in a brothel in Edinburgh? I mean, I'm not an expert in marriage, but that is not a good sign, is it? Not really, no, no. And they never slept together either, did they? I think she had problems sleeping with them because of previous marriages. That's what's implied in the book. That she had problems sleeping with him? Yeah. Not him having problems sleeping with her? He's a bloke. No, he's a bloke. He would have. Okay. Once it's up, it's up, isn't it's it? It's up, it's right. up. So, so Jamie and uh, so Jamie's not in it. And Claire, do you know what? I didn't even realise Jamie and Claire were in it. I didn't even miss no. them. No, that's bizarre, isn't it? That's the first time an episode when Jamie, well, Jamie's not been in it where I haven't fast forwarded me. No, it hasn't bothered me. But I think it's because Tobias Menzies was in, it and he's very, he's kind of, he anchored the show quite well. Yes. Anyway, he gave it a bit of heft. He did. He did give it a bit of heft. So Brianna is with Joan. Listen, I'm I'm, I'm already aware that some of you are flatlined, but just stay with us. The whole thing with Brianna and Joan is that they sort of bond, okay? And then Joan's daughter comes in, and we find out about Jamie through Joan and the little girl's eyes. She's called Joni. Joni's. She is called Joni. <laughs> Joan and Joni. Uh, and uh, they, and they talk about marriage. And they talk about stuff. marriage, and they bond. And there's a, a sweet moment when um, they play with uh, the hair and stuff. Uh, yeah, Brianna braids Joni's hair. And even Joan and Brianna have a bonding moment yeah, where Brianna asks her to tell the stories that she used to tell Jamie and her daughter when the daughters when they all ran together and it, it was a happy memory of their time together. But then... But then, da, 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 Maureen, take over. Oh, yeah, and then uh, Larry f- realises that Brianna is Claire Fraser's daughter. And, and it she takes it really well, doesn't she? No, she doesn't. It's <laughs> up. 
up. Larry's, Larry's a bitch. Surprise, surprise. She implies that Jamie never wanted a child, and that's why he got rid of the mother. And that, you know, if she goes after Jamie, she'll probably get rejected again. Yeah. Which is a really bitchy thing to say. Uh, Brianna, of course, is like her parents. She's really stubborn. She goes, well, I've got to go and find out anyway. And then she goes, you're a witch. Starts yeah. accusing her of being a witch. And, and that how she, so she locks Brianna in her room and basically says, you're a witch and I'm going to tell everyone, everyone you are a I'm witch or a sorceress and get you arrested for witchcraft. Oh, and then Brianna tells Leo the truth and goes, look, Jamie never loved you. Which is true. Which is true, he didn't. But, um, you know, but when people are, people don't want to hear the truth, do they? Mm, yeah, no. Anyway, so Brianna is locked in and we think, what will happen to Brianna? Well, we know she's going to escape because, I mean, you know, what else is going to happen? <laughs> So, meanwhile, Roger's on a boat. Meanwhile, Roger is on a boat. Oh, 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 oh. Stephen Bonnet. Bonnet. Stephen Bonnet. You did the Stephen Bonnet. So, bit. so, uh, uh, young uh, Roger needs to get on a boat to get to North Carolina, and he approaches the captain of the ship to say, I want to get on your boat. And um, the bloke goes, It turns out to be Stephen Bonnet. Stephen Bonnet. Given up being a pirate to captain a ship. Yeah, so the guy that basically uh, murdered uh, all of. Anyway. Robbed not, Jamie and Claire. He's now the captain of this boat. And he says, I don't want you. Don't need anyone. I don't need anyone. And um, uh, Roger says, well, I'll, I, I won't be as a passenger. I'll, I'll work for you. I'll do whatever you need. And he's like, I don't need you. And I don't need anyone else on my boat. So Roger proves that he can be uh, working on his boat. By, by picking up a barrel. He basically just picks up a barrel and goes, look, I'm working for you. I mean, pick, I've picked up a barrel. I've picked up a barrel. Here... All of a sudden, I am now very useful to you. And he's like, oh, great. Okay, so... Bro- that, was the, that was just the only application. The only thing you had to do... Can you job. pick up a barrel? <laughs> if any of you are looking for work on a boat... <laughs> can I recommend you just pick up the nearest thing to you and carry it towards a ship? Possibly not even... It possibly was never intended to go on that ship. But just... I mean, randomly picks up a barrel, doesn't he? He said, like, mate, what are you... Put the barrel down. It doesn't belong to me. I'm working for you, no... <laughs> Put the barrel down. Anyway, so. Oh, Jesus wept. Anyway, anyway he's on the ship now. This is, enough, this is enough to persuade the captain that he should be allowed onto the ship. But he says, you must do anything. You must do everything I say. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm the captain of the ship. And, you, and, the, and by the way, before we get to North Carolina, there's like 75,000 stops. So good <laughs> luck, mate. But anyway, Roger doesn't care. He's so delighted that he's now on a boat, on his way to see Brianna and save Jamie and Claire. He's in... He's happy as a pig and pig. And we find out how it's really horrible conditions. Everybody's really... Uh, no one is seasick. <laughs> everyone is packed together on a ship. He doesn't suffer from seasickness. No, it's amazing. He's at the bottom of a boat. I think you find the Oxford Dons and, and being a sailor are very similar jobs. Very similar. The boat is rolling around all over the place. I feel nauseous watching it. We I soon... got a bit bored at this point, to be honest. But Fast forward, fast forward. Basically, what happens is we find out that there is, uh, there is smallpox. Or we don't even know if it is smallpox. Well, it is, I think it is smallpox. And so what they're doing to get, because it's very contagious and it's very, uh, it can be dead, it's generally deadly, they're basically throwing off the children off, off out of the ship. Well, not just children, anyone. Yeah, they're throwing out anyone who's got the so they're plague. Looking, so basically, they look to see if anyone looks like they have smallpox. And uh, they pick up a young girl... This is really awful, actually. A young girl, she can't be more than, like, seven, who has, they think, smallpox. I mean, it hasn't been proven, to be fair. And throw and they, out the window. And basically, he puts her up by the window, and he says, anyone with smallpox, this is what's going to happen to you. And Roger's really horrified. He's like, look, she's a child. You can't do that. You can't throw a child out of a boat. And basically, what's his name? Bonnet does. Bonnet does. He just pushes this girl through a window. Her mother screams with grief and jumps in after her daughter. Roger... 
runs after to see if he can save them and just sees that there's no point. The boat's moving. There's no way they can be saved. They're lost to sea. So they go around the ship trying to find out anyone else who's got... And prior to this, Roger had helped a young mum and her baby do something. Yeah, and it's in the book. They don't really make it clear in the film. He saves his mother and baby, and the baby's actually his great-great-great-great-grandfather or something. Oh, yeah, because he's he's their Mackenzie's. Yeah. So he hides them, but unfortunately Steve Bonnet finds out that he's hidden them. Because the baby's got a rash. It's not smallpox. It's like a... It's a, it's a teething rash. Teething so rash. babies get te- teething rashes when their teeth are coming through. Uh, and I think Bonnet knows that. Yeah. Because if he really did think he the baby... He would the baby ch- But he, he, he um, ba- basically has no intent. He doesn't seem to have any intention to throw the baby or the mum But he out. makes Roger gamble for his life. But he's like, you've disobeyed me, so now heads... Heads, heads you live. Heads you live, tails you die. And you can see Roger's, like, shitting the bed. <laughs> anyway, he spins a coin... We don't see what the... what the, It doesn't really matter. It's just this guy's playing with him. Oh, it's heads. He can come. Uh, he can live. Roger is, like, you know, terrified. Well, you would be. Yeah. He's not Jamie, basically. <laughs> but he has been very brave up until this yeah. point. Yeah, yeah. He hit the woman. And then while he's managed to survive, uh, Joni has manages to get Brianna, the daughter, helps Brianna escape from her mad mother and takes her to Lallybroch. Yes, where she meets Ian. Ian. But no, 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 no sister. I think Laura Donnelly wasn't available for filming. I think that's why she wasn't there. Oh, I thought it was weird. I mean, why that was weird? Because the whole thing in the book is, which I was looking forward to actually, is that they go to Lallybrock and she meets all her cousins and she feels part of the Fraser family. But anyway, they obviously couldn't do that. So um, I think they wanted to buy some Menzies in as well. So that's perhaps... Whatever. Anyway, they, she meets, she they've meets gone rogue him. in this speech. They've gone this rogue. Mitch meets Ian. Ian goes, you look just like your, your, your dad. She does And Claire. Which she doesn't. But anyways, and then uh, Claire's clothes are still there, so she, she gets. So she's clothes. she wears Claire's clothes. I mean, whatever. Anyway, she gets to the port. She finally gets to the port. She finally gets to port the air, whatever airport. And she she, <laughs> go, she finally goes to the airport. <laughs> I mean, Very modern. It, it, it's Outlander. You can believe that this has happened. Um, Ian's given her some money, so she's now got some cash on her to get herself to uh, North Carolina. And she's told when she gets there to look up. Archer Caster. Archer Caster. Her great, 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 And then before she before she buys the ticket, guy comes up an indentured servant, which I think people don't really know about all these. That historically was true, and it's quite sad. And he's like, "My daughter's also indentured. Can you buy her contract? Because if not, this man's going to buy her, and he's going to use her as a concubine." And so, of course, she's forced to buy this. So Brianna buys this young woman. Her passage. Passage, thank you, Maureen, to North Carolina. And is that where it ends? No, as they walk off, she turns around and she sees Frank. Oh, yeah. Oh, for <laughs> Frank's sake. She sees her fr- Frank, who gives kind of permission to go off and look for her parents. Yeah. And so she knows she has her dad's um, approval blessing. and blessing. She, oh, that's it, because she felt guilty, because the day that Frank died... They, he asked her to, uh, he told her about the divorce and would she come to Cambridge with him and she lost her temper with him and got out of the car. And, then and he late, said, I love you, and she never said, I love you back. And then he died later yeah. on in a car crash. So you you are going to feel pretty bad about that. But hey, so what, did, what did you think? Well, Maureen, you know, I was incredulous, <laughs> hysterical, and almost angry at parts <laughs> during this episode. <laughs> I, I did. I did. What I, I spent the whole time watching it, going, "This is just unbelievable. What the hell's going on? I can't believe." It. Oh, that, that, that's a very accurate map. 
Oh, then that was just the ludicrous. Ma- Look, even if... Oh, okay, here's the thing. Now, I realise that a lot of you don't watch this programme, but if you have access to Amazon Prime, just watch I the, urge you to watch, watch the, the first, first 30 minutes. seconds of this episode... On, it was basically the last episode of Out, Outlander that you'll find on season four, and just look at Brianna's map. It's and ludicrous. For, for love of God, look it's at it. It's such a really, it's such a general map. I mean, it's like somebody drew it by hand. I mean, the thing is, I mean, when, I, when I draw a pirate's map for my children, <laughs> you're like more accurate. I put like little triangles for mountains, and I put an X marks a spot, and then I put a line through the mountains, and then I put a palm tree, and it all goes to X, and that is what the map looked like. It's like she could have got access to like a proper. A proper map, and, and and also like Craig Ledoon somehow is kind of like it's meant to be next to Inverness, isn't it? But somehow it's moved east. It's like where, where it's more like near Aberdeen or something. It's just like what the hell is going on? Anyway, anyway, it's it's ludicrous. They're, they're, they're assuming that most people don't know the geography of Scotland, and they're correct. Well, I mean, Scotland admittedly is a small country, but it's not that small that you could walk from Inverness to Aberdeen in a in about you know in a well, day. Maureen, we just walked from flipping Oxford Street to yeah, to, to Retro Bar. It took us half an hour to flipping the Strand. And we nearly passed out. <laughs> over mount, over mountains. Over mountains. Snowy mountains. Snowy mountains. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did have a coffee on. We stopped for a coffee. <laughs> and a cake. And a, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, but apart from that. But apart from that, yeah. it was very, very rough call. Um, so, yeah, I mean, no, weirdly, I didn't miss Jamie and Claire being in this episode, which I normally do. So I right. think that was Tobias. It was nice to see Tobias again. You just realise how much how great actor he is and how much he brought to the show and how much he's missed. I think it's a shame they didn't have the Lallybroch. That, that might have been due to acting commitments. Because it does seem silly. You go to Lallybroch and you don't... You, you just don't, meet Ian. You just meet Ian. No kids. Yeah. Jay, no Jamie. Like none of the no other no, children are there. No children there. Yeah. And it's like Ian lives alone. <laughs> and also, Leo's got a very big house, hasn't she? She's always moaning about money. The house is massive. I like the little daughter. I thought the daughter's very good. The Joni. Yeah, fine. But yeah, it it's a bit... It doesn't make oh, sense. None of it Roger, makes sense. Roger's like at the port before she. And also, ever. the other thing I would urge you to do is is watch a little bit of the episode and fast forward until you see Roger's outfit. <laughs> because it is hilarious. I can't even begin to tell you how stupid he looks. <laughs> I mean, he looks like such a bell end. Just before he goes to Craig Nadoon and he's talking about going through the stones, just then look at him and be like, mate. I mean, well done to him to to allowing. I mean, to performing with that on. Yeah, fair I play mean, to him. Fair play. I mean, Jamie gets definitely gets obviously wardrobe like Jamie. Jamie gets all the. To sexy be honest, outfits. if Jamie had that outfit, he'd probably still look good. He's yeah, that is true. It, one of those it? things. But yeah, I mean, Roger. I mean, I, I mean, there aren't words. So that's, that's the end of that episode. Uh, Maureen and I won't be back next week for reasons that are obvious. It's Christmas. <laughs> Also, Maureen is going to Berlin. Yes. Um, I am, believe it or not, performing my show at the Soho Theatre. Oh, 28th along, and 29th. And then also of December. And also the 2nd to the 5th of January. If, if you haven't seen the show and... It's very funny. Why not come? I mean, please, just Jen come. doesn't talk about Outlander, so it's fine. I don't talk about Outlander, so that might, may or may not be a plus. <laughs> Um, and what else, Maureen? Any any other business? No, uh, check out our vlogs on YouTube. Maureen and Jen talk. Maureen and Jen talk vlogs on YouTube if you've got hours to kill. Where, where Jen um, just basically takes the piss out of me. Very unusual. It's it's basically like this, but visual. Shorter. And, and, and a hell of a lot shorter. Uh, you'll be pleased to hear. Although the last one was far too long, wasn't it? It was like seven minutes. Yeah, Jen I mean, had you... quite a lot to offload about me. Oh, dear. God. But anyway, we could have edited that better. Well, I say we, we me. It would be Jen. It would have been me. But anyway, so uh, happy Christmas. And we'll be back with a double double episode. We'll be out with Jenny. a double-headed dildo next. <laughs> <laughs> That's if the episode gets really boring. 
One thing I one thing is true that the episodes are never boring. They're just ridiculous. <laughs> So we'll have two episodes for you in two weeks' time. So it'll be a longer uh, uh, thing of this. Oh, can you bear it? I don't know if you can. Anyway. That's it. Have Merry a great Christmas. 2019. See you in 2019. 19. Oh, yeah. Happy Christmas. Have a great Christmas and see you at the end. You well, Happy right. New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. All right, Bye. then. Bye.